What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from our studios here in the West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join me my guy, Will the Go Gottlieb. Will underscore Gottlieb. Our panel producer, Joey Spathis. He's at Joey Spathis. People call him Joey 1K. Uh, our guy, Big Dave, will be here momentarily fighting some awful Chicago traffic. Ain't that the pits? Um, but we are here. And apologies for the late start, but we're going to get rolling. Dave will join us uh, momentarily. Lots to get to today. Obviously, the fallout from the Damian Lillard blockbuster trade of yesterday. NBA focus still. And now the biggest piece of the fallout of that is what happens with a little player named Drew Holiday. Bulls fans loving throwing some different ideas around as far as can the Bulls get involved. Didn't get involved successfully in the Dame Lillard action. Can they get involved in Holiday, who Woj reported yesterday, expected to be moved once again by the Blazers and is expected to be moved rather quickly. Um, and then we'll knock out a couple more previews of the Bulls Eastern Conference competition. We're talking Cavs today. We're talking Hornets today. Uh, but first, Will, you were not with us on yesterday's show. You were being a dutiful boyfriend, helping out, helping out Sasha. Shout out to Sasha. Um, so first and foremost, I just want to get your thoughts on the Dame trade. Wow. 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 Wowie wow. Um, so many thoughts. Okay, so let's first start with the fact that it, he went to Milwaukee. I feel like a lot of people are kind of forgetting that because, as you said, Drew still needs to be traded, and that kind of affects – the return that you can talk about for Portland and Aiton was involved, which means the Suns were involved and what was their return and how do they save money or do they not save money? And I think a lot of people are just forgetting in this whole saga how good Damian Lillard is. He's real good. He's so freaking good. He's already a he top 75 He was putting up some of the player. best stats of his career last season. He literally had the best season of his career at age 30. Ooh. At, hey at age 32. <laughs> that was me. Sorry. Um, Legs aren't long enough. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, best season of his career, age 32. He is a, I mean, just if, if he's on the floor, you will have a top five offense. You just will. Yeah. The way that he bends offenses or defenses off the dribble with the shooting is second only to Steph Curry. And I think the way that he's going to fit with Giannis, yes, the Bucks lost some defense. Yes, yes, they probably changed their identity a little bit, but that is going to be an impossible team to defend when the whole idea of having to guard Giannis is build an effing wall, and the whole idea of trying to guard Dame is push up so far to half court to where he can't pull up from 36 feet because he'll probably drill a three in your face. Mm -hmm. Where does that leave you? You can't guard the paint. You can't guard the perimeter because you're giving up something to one of the other guys who, by the way, are two top 10 players in the entire NBA. I mean, they are going to be incredibly dominant this year. They still have Brooke Lopez on the interior to help make up for some of the defensive uh, slide that you could call without By giving uh, up holiday without holiday. Right. But, um, and, and certainly Grayson Allen, uh, I think I know some people who are probably glad that they don't have to face him four times a year, but he does help with the shooting. I mean, he, he adds a dynamic floor spacing threat that they don't have now. Um, so it's not like they didn't give up anything. Obviously the two swaps should be really valuable. The pick in 29 should be really valuable, but if you're the bucks, and Giannis is, like, waffling about whether he wants to stay there, you go out and get Damian Lillard. That is one way to keep Giannis happy. That is one the way player, to play The player, he said, I want to play with that guy. The player he picked first in the all-star draft. That is one way to put yourself in the driver's seat to be the best team in the Eastern Conference and to win a championship. Indeed. So now, of course, that that trade has happened, everybody is talking about Drew Holiday. Um, after Rose reported, the Blazers are expected to move him. <clears throat> he was on uh, some ESPN show, NBA Today or SportsCenter, doing a hit and said the following, any team who's trying to keep up in this arms race in the East with Milwaukee attracting Dame in this deal, they want in on Drew Holiday. Woj then went on to cite the Boston Celtics and Philadelphia 76ers specifically, but... It doesn't quite stop there. Lots of teams have been thrown around as far as which teams might be going after Drew Holiday in a trade to get him from Portland. Uh, Barry Jackson of the Miami Herald even went as far as to say in a tweet that you quote tweeted, Will, I am told that the Heat, both LA teams, Boston, Chicago, and Philly are teams of interest to Holiday. 
perhaps others, but those six in no particular order were mentioned to me. Uh, what do you make of the Bulls being thrown in there in that conversation, Will? We can talk nuts and bolts of a hypothetical trade, but... And we will. And we will. <laughs> but does it make sense to you on surface level for Holiday to be interested in the Bulls and vice versa? Yeah, I was surprised that the Bulls made the list, not of teams that would be interested in Drew, because I think that's 29 teams. Yeah. Uh, but teams that... Uh, should we switch seats here? With, ah! With Dave look Davis? who's here, as promised. Um, Shh, seat change! <laughs> What's up, buddy? How was that traffic? trying to watch the throne Oh, man. What's up, buddy? That's Big Dave. Bow, BWL Sports. Bow. Jumping in the conversation. We're talking Dane. We're talking Drew Holiday. I took Will off camera, and, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's never a good thing, sir. The oh, look at Joey. Be right. Hopping up mid-show. Oh. Give us the three-chair shot. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Uh, Drew Holiday. That it makes sense. Oh, but the, you, the, you said at least the way that that uh, tweet for Barry Jackson, the Miami Herald, was worded, it made it sound like it's teams that Holiday – has expressed interest in yes, as opposed to teams expressing interest in right, Drew Holiday. Right, right, yeah. So no surprise. Like I said, twenty nine teams probably interested in Drew Holiday, but for Drew to be interested in the Bulls is obviously uh, maybe a little bit surprising, but also just like kind of kind of intriguing because if you think about the way that the Bulls had success with Lonzo, it was a point guard who can really defend at a high level, who can shoot threes, who can be a playmaker, but doesn't necessarily have to be like the guy dominating possessions every single time down the court. And Drew Holiday kind of fits that to a T. So I feel like he would be as perfect a fit as you could find this side of Lonzo Ball uh, to fit next to Zach and Damar. Making that happen is a different story, and we can talk about that. But um, I think he probably sees Damar and Zach and Vooch and says, yeah, I could fit in pretty well next to those guys. And they looked really good when they had a real point guard, and I'm a real point guard. This could work. So I think it's really probably lower on his list of teams. You know, like he could go to Philadelphia and play with Joel Embiid or to the Clippers and play with Kawhi and Paul George. Um, there's probably some more intriguing options out there, but it it is kind of a reminder that, like, oh, yeah, the Bulls have some, like, appealing players that, mm -hmm. that guys, if they fit next to them, they might want to play with. Yeah, and also – I. Maybe he has something going on in Milwaukee as far as a home, you know, and a setup that yep. way. So the proximity being, aspect of it. Correct. Being closer to that, I'm sure might play into that part, too. I didn't but, even think yeah. about that factor. Yeah, yeah. He might have some things happen. Because remember, he's, he's been awesome there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's his first time. He's been a journeyman outside of Milwaukee. You know, he's always a guy that's been moving and going somewhere else. So, And that was, to me, why Philly made sense. Because he had to stop in Philly. I feel like people loved him in Philly. Oh, yeah, they did. They definitely did, man. And... And that might be a chaotic situation for him, yeah. you know, because walking into what Harden is dealing with right now, he doesn't know what's going on with it right now. And with Pat Bev being there, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We don't know how that situation plays out. But the Bulls are a perfect fit. Like, it really is. Um, I don't know how it can happen. You know, I'm sure Will broke that down to people, how it can and can happen and things like that. And well, we haven't got into that yet, oh, but, I'm, uh, but I'm happy to do so because <laughs> oh, I think that's where – I've been here for this. That's where it just gets so complicated. Okay. So. And I think I'll first start up by saying that from the Blazers' perspective, who obviously got Drew in this trade, I really like the approach uh, from Joe Cronin, the head decision maker with Portland, who basically said, I don't want to get the perfect trade necessarily because I want to get this done. So I don't care about like getting finding the perfect deal that's going to set me up and I can just set and forget my lineup and run with it. Right. He said... I'm going to get some really good assets in the future pick swaps and pick from the Bucks. I'm going to get Aiton, who I view as a centerpiece of a trade and a player who's going to help my young players in Scoot Henderson and Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp improve with an interior presence and a lob threat and somebody who can hopefully be a defensive anchor the way that he was when the Suns went to the finals three years ago against the Bucks. Um, so he said, I want to get all those things, but then I also want to get another player that I can flip for more assets. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna just force myself to find the perfect deal because that doesn't exist. Sure. Instead, I'm gonna bring in more stuff that I can flip and maybe he sends them to the heat 
and then he gets hero back and then he flips hero again. Mm -hmm. And so he's got some picks from the heat and hero and whatever he gets from hero. And I just like that. He's not forcing himself into a corner by taking in a deal and being done with it. Mm -hmm. He's opening up a lot more doors for himself where he can be patient Mm -hmm. and wait for the right moves. I think that's a really good approach that a lot of GMs wouldn't take. They want to find the guy and move on with it. And so that leads you to the bulls. Can they offer something that the blazers would want for drew holiday and I think you can look at this from probably three different angles. Talk to me nice, Will. One would be a Zach Levine center trade where Zach goes to the Blazers. Maybe the Blazers look to trade Zach. But okay. Zach goes to the Blazers and Drew Holiday and a little bit more comes back to the Bulls, whether that's uh, salary filler or draft compensation or something. I think that would be sort of the one, one uh, way you could maneuver that trade. But would Portland be willing to give up more just to get rid of it? Probably not. It would, it would likely be the money. There it is. Um, which would need to happen because otherwise, uh, you know, the Bulls clear out a lot of space and the Blazers wouldn't end up in the tax. So that's one way to do it. The second way to do it would be DeMar. DeMar's making $28 million. Drew is making $36. Um, so, again, you would have to be adding more money. The Bulls cannot trade... Javon Carter for another couple days. Right. They cannot trade Kobe White until January 15th. Right. I thought they it was December 15th. December. Yeah, I thought it was December. I believe it is January 15th because he, I could be wrong about this, but when a team signs a player with bird rights yeah. to more than 20% of their salary, then it is a, until January 15th is okay. the deadline. Okay. Like, it like pushes it because the, the default usually is players who recently, recently who, who just traded. signed or acquired. It's December 15th of right. that upcoming season, and right? So, right? Right. Well, it's three months. So, okay. so for Javon Carter, I believe he signed almost three months ago now. He would be eligible pretty soon. But Kobe and Io would not be eligible because they re-signed using bird rights and – it was to more than 20% of their previous salary. Gotcha. And CBA, CBA just says that you're not allowed to do that. And, and so regardless of those uh, minute details, whether you're talking Javon, Kobe, Io, like if the Blazers are in a hurry to swing uh, Drew Holiday back out of town again, then those pieces aren't available for the Bulls to throw in trades. If we're talking trades that happen between now and the season starting. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this deal... There's, well, let me, let me just get to the other one first because I think this can get really complicated really quick. But so the DeMar plus another $6 million, and that would likely have to be Patrick Williams, who's $9 million, or um, Alex Caruso, right. plus something else to really grease the wheels for, for mm-hmm. Portland. Um, and if you're trading Zach or DeMar for Drew, I think – it's a little bit different than a situation where you would move one of those guys for Dame who can yeah. really be the offensive engine. I agree. But Drew, I think of as like a superstar role player. Yes. He's obviously an all, <laughs> all NBA caliber player, uh, an all-star caliber player, but he's not someone that you want to give the keys to. And so you still want DeMar and or yes. Zach next to him. Of, Whereas with Dame, you give him the keys right. and you can afford to move on from one of the guys that kind of has the keys right now. Completely agree. So the way that you do that where you keep DeMar and Zach is you have to package Lonzo Ball's $20 million. You have to add Patrick Williams, $9 million, and probably Caruso and another $9 million. And you have to attach some picks there too because you don't just give Lonzo's $20 million in dead money away. Right. You have to attach a pick. You got to attach draft capital to that dead to money. To get off of that. And then, you know, Patrick is nice. Caruso is nice. Maybe they can flip those guys or maybe they want to keep them. But I think you're looking at several draft picks to not only get this deal to happen, but to beat out all the other suitors mm-hmm. that are inevitably going to be paying top dollar because they're already all in. Right. So I think those are the three pathways that could possibly get you, Drew. I don't think it makes sense to give up Zach or Damar in a trade. And then you have to ask your, yourself a question of like, is Drew Holiday going to put me in a better position to win at a higher level? And is that worth the sacrifice of basically cleaning out the cupboard in terms mm-hmm. of young players and draft picks. Um, and I don't know the answer to that. That's, that's an AK question, but I think that's really what it comes down to because the DeMar or Zach version of that trade, to me, just doesn't really make sense. Okay, well, so let's mm-hmm. just say, hypothetically, that the Blazers like this offer from the Bulls, Dave. Okay. And it, it's the offer they like the best. As a Bulls fan, are you for or against 
hypothetically, the Bulls sending Lonzo for the money, Caruso, Patrick Williams, giving the Blazers' owed pick back to them, and the Bulls' 2027 first-round pick to get Drew Holiday here to play with DeMar, Zach, Vooch this season. <laughs> no. Nah, no? I don't, I don't think I'm with that. That that sounds like a lot for, for Drew Holiday. And I'm not being disrespectful to Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is awesome. But it's just like what Will said. That sounds like somebody I'm literally giving the keys to and saying, dude, you're the man. You're taking us all the way. We're riding with you. And that is not the kind of, kind of player Drew Holiday has been throughout his career. He is the piece. He's the guy that once you have things built, you throw that in and you're ready to go. Let's yeah. move it on right now. He's like the rims that you talk about with Caruso. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Like Correct. Infinity. It's absolutely right. You know, he gives you the defense. He gives you the shooting. He answers all those questions for you. you 18, but are you giving up $35 million and, and your draft, like you said, cleaning out the cupboards for a guy who's essentially kind of a role player? Who, what's left on his contract? Does he have one more year after this? He has this? one this year plus this a, year player and a player option. Okay, like all of that cleaning out for that, and you know you're not going so, up against Milwaukee like that? I, I can't so, do that. Uh, it seems like most everybody in our comments is agreeing with you. Eco being saying, no way. Supernatural 28, hell no. Josh, nope too much. Par Junior Sports, that's crazy. <laughs> Cracks Cola, nah. <laughs> Uh, Herman Jr., that is stupid crazy. No way. I love the okay. different ways of so no. <laughs> y'all are saying that, and then I'm going to pose this question to you, Will. Hit him. Do you think that that would even be the best offer that Portland gets mm. for Drew Holiday? Say the, say the details again. Okay. Caruso, Patrick, Lonzo for the money, giving Portland their owed pick to the Bulls back to them and say keep that pick, plus Bulls first 2027. Yeah, I I think other teams would be as competitive, if not more competitive, for that pick. And it, and again, they they could decide they want to flip Caruso for another pick. Mm -hmm. And then you're looking at like six picks for Dame, which is like incredible. Plus Aiton, plus Patrick Williams. Sure, that's sure. that's a haul. Yeah. Um. And so you do have to factor that in. But I do think other teams could be as, if not more, competitive. I mean, maybe James Harden wants to stay in Philadelphia if you can flip maxi maybe for drew holiday and is also that, is that more interesting maybe maybe the maybe. miami deal of two picks or three picks plus yeah. swaps plus jovich plus haquez maybe that's more of what they want because they only got one real pick back i shouldn't say real pick but they got one uh unprotected pick back right plus right. the two swaps maybe they want just like two or three more real unprotected first round picks that they can add. And so it kind of depends on what they want. Exactly about to say, yeah. But for me, it's like, it's an interesting question. And, and you see all these res responses in the comments of no, 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 because no, no, the, no, Bulls no, no. Aren't, the Bulls aren't a contender. <laughs> and I think the Bulls fans who are saying this need to ask themselves a question. And that question for me is like, you, you have two outcomes here. Because if you take off the rebuild, tear it down from the table because we all know that's not happening. Yeah. You're presented with two options. You try to find a way to improve your team, given what you have, or you keep riding the continuity train. And there is no deal that is going to make you a contender. There's no single deal out there that is realistic that the Bulls can flip Lonzo Ball's like $20 million that they're not getting anything out of for Luka Doncic. That deal doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And it won't exist. So you can keep hoarding your assets and hoping that one day it leads you to get lucky in the lottery and you get a guy because you're not going to give yourself the best lottery odds because you're not going to tank. Or you can try to find a way to improve your team. And whether or not you become a contender, maybe you, you set yourself up to do the next thing. And the fact that the Bulls are on this list of teams reported alleged teams that Drew Holiday is interested in, mm -hmm. gives you some faith and hope that if you add that guy, then maybe the next guy wants to come mm -hmm. and the Bulls will find a way. Because at the end of the day, these guys usually get the move that they want. And I know sure. Miami was not, Dame did not end up in Miami and Miami <laughs> was the team that he wanted to go to. But like, if these guys want to get moved, 
they end up going to good teams. And sure. if the Bulls get Drew Holiday with Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan and Vooch, they're a lot better. And they become a lot more appealing. So much fun. And maybe you don't have as much a trade, but you still have Kobe. Yeah. You still have Io. still have Javon Carter. You're now able to sign veteran minimum guys who can help you, like Torrey Craig. I think that does open more doors. And I just think that this whole mentality of this doesn't make us a contender, so let's not do it, leads you to not doing anything. Facts. And if you're not happy with not doing anything, which everybody seems to be because everybody's frustrated, Zach or Damar or somebody or somebody else hasn't been traded, then what are you left with? You're mm -hmm. left with no options. True. And I think it's scary to make big deals, especially having already given up a lot and maybe lost some deals, um, some on the fringes, some just you know, straight up losses before and already being out future draft picks. It's scary to, to dive more in, but that's kind of your option if you're not going to tank and you're not willing to stand pat. And I just think that people need to recognize that like, those are the options. And if you don't want one, then you kind of have to go there. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. Uh, Interesting you, Bulls fans. Uh, differing viewpoints uh, in the comments. Hate to tell you. As far, as far as that Bulls hypothetical offer to the Portland, as we've been discussing, Sergeant Holka in the comments said that offer is beat by Miami dangling Tyler Hero alone. Let me, I don't know about that. Let I, me ask you this. You have a really strong opinion of Tyler Hero. So does Tyler Go Hero. On. Let me ask you this one. So the Drew trade, I believe, cannot be finalized until he gets a physical, and they still may have to – loop more teams into this to make it a four or five or six team trade yeah. in order to make all the pieces really work. But let's say Miami missed out on Dame and now they turn their sights towards Zach Levine. Okay. Not saying I'll do this, but it's a thought. Okay. <laughs> they turn their, yes. turn their sights towards Zach Levine. And the Bulls have had interest in Hero, reportedly. What if they're able to flip Zach Levine and Lonzo into Drew Holiday and Hero? And you end up with Drew, Hero, Damar, Patrick, and Vooch. That with, could be interesting. Do I get picks with it? Um, I would probably guess net zero picks. Net zero so picks? Okay. If you're, obviously, like, if you're trading Zach, you want picks. But if you're bringing in Drew Holiday, you also have to give up picks. So let's just call it net zero. You get a, a microwave score type replacement with Hero, who's making a lot less money than Zach. You get Drew Holiday, who is Drew Holiday, who can be your point guard. And offset some of the defense. For a year. Well, and then a player option picks up or yeah, declines. Yeah, presumably, yeah. and I think that a lot of the, uh, the in-the-know reporters who have been talking about this on their various podcasts have said, like, you're, you're getting an extension with Drew if you're trading for him. Yeah. Because the option is $37 million? Something uh, like that. Okay. Yeah. A little over. Mm -hmm. uh, I think so I, I have it in like my notes. 37.3 player option in 24-25. Okay. I, I think I, it's an option. Not saying I'll do it. I probably wouldn't. Okay. But you're leaving out the fact that Matt does not like Tyler Hero and thinks he's a douche. Oh, my God. It's a huge and piece of I'm not saying Grayson Allen. Tyler I'm Hero just saying Tyler douche. Hero. I mean, that's part of the equation. Because it's true, Tyler Hero, I think you're a douche. <laughs> but I also, and this might piss off some Bulls fans who are not Zach Levine believers, uh, I think it's disrespectful. To compare Tyler Hero to Zach Levine I, at this I, point in their respective careers, yeah. that is disrespectful. 100%. Show me two-time All-Star Tyler Hero. Yeah. Show him to me! <laughs> oh, wait, you can't. Get that crap out You'll of You'll pull out the six-man of the year award, don't you? <laughs> if Zach wanted to win six-man of the year, I think he could. True. I'd be pissed because that means he's coming off the bench if he's winning <laughs> six-man of the year. But yes, yeah. My point could. is, like, again... It goes back to this idea that, like, you just can't have it both ways. I think we all can agree that, like, a teardown is ultimately on the horizon and probably results in a longer-term, more sustainable source of winning. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. Period, point blank. <laughs> they're not going to do it. So you're left with two options. Do you stay the course and continue to be a... 40 to 42 win team mm -hmm. and maybe make the play in, maybe make the playoffs, mm -hmm. but don't make it much further than that. Or do you try to unload some more assets and bring in a new player who's really good and might help you get to the second round and might help you get to the next thing after that. But obviously you lose out on what remaining assets you have. So it's just, it's an interesting question. But that's why this season right here. And we talked about it yesterday is so huge because all those questions honestly will be answered 
for this Bulls organization after this season. But the problem is, one, they should have been answered after last season. They kind of were answered they were. last season. Yeah, and but two, they don't believe it. And then two, DeMar's a free agent. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, the questions will still be well, about DeMar being here, about is this the team? Because they're going to freaking Nashville to find out if this is a team. They're not going to do that again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th- this is it. They're trying it out to see. They'll know uh, about Kobe White more. They'll know about Patrick Williams more and what their trade value will be or if they're more willing to let those guys go. This is the year that's going to answer all of that stuff for them, man. Like, yeah. honestly, after this, you can't really hold it or debate it after this season. If it doesn't work, you really can't bring this back and debate it. So this is the year. Like, if it works for them, great. Then they can make certain decisions off of that. If it doesn't work for them, then I think you'll see some of that teardown happening. And I think we are going to have to, maybe each of us independently, maybe all, all of us together, and certainly something that we're going to want to hear from AK on Monday is that what rhymed. defines success mm. to the point where you can know is this something, because it's not going to be, we made the conference finals this year, let's right. run it back. Right. It's going to be, what is that incremental level of improvement that gives you enough faith that you can re-sign a 34, 35-year-old DeMar DeRozan right. and keep on going down this path? Right. What, and I what mean, is that benchmark? It, it wasn't quite to the monetary extent that a DeRozan extension would be or a new DeRozan ex- uh, contract would be, but they already made that decision by re-signing Vooch to a new deal. Yeah. By bringing Kobe back, by bringing Io back, after a season in which, by their own definitions, they did not have a successful season, but a failure of a season. And that's why... Because at Media Day a year ago, they said, we want to do better than we did last year. What you did last year was finish as the East's sixth seed and lose in the first round in five games. Was you... Then you lost in the play-in tournament. So by their own definitions, they have already made multiple decisions to keep this core of players together despite not having a successful season in their own definitions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. This is it. And I think, all I, know. I think um, you know, you tweeted out a bunch of the quotes from yesterday's appearance on 670 score from AK, and you said, the objections before last year, we got to improve our record against top teams. We did that. We got to improve our defense. We finished five. Great. But we didn't do a very good job of winning close games, but we are close. So I think, yes, like, did they do better? (laughs) By their definition, like, umbrella term, you can't really argue that they did better because the record wasn't better, because the end result wasn't better. They went from 46 wins to 40 wins. But this is their justification. They didn't do better. No, remember, we talked about this yesterday. I know, I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, this is, they're going to find ways to justify it. I get, but I, I just wanted to know what close meant. Like you said, we're close. Justify and it I didn't to know themselves what close meant, and only know? themselves. I didn't know what close meant. I, I that's just, all I wanted I to know. I think that I worry that if the Bulls end up in the same position that they're in next year, 365 days from now, we're looking at a team that was between 39 and 43 wins oh. that won a game in the plan but didn't make the playoffs or made the playoffs but got swept. Mm-hmm. We're in that same position, and you have to re-sign DeMar because you can't lose the asset for nothing. Nothing. That's what happened with Vooch. That's what happened with Kobe. That's sure. what happened with Io. Sure. You just end up as the same team, more expensive, older. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, you got to make decisions. And so maybe Drew Holiday is that decision because at least you get better. At least it's different. It's more fresh. You find a solution that can help you in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't do it, and again, I'm not saying they should or shouldn't do any of these trades. Mm-hmm. I'm just like this thought exercise of like, Ultimately, I think it, it comes down to you have to find ways to address the problems. Sure. And I think all we've seen so far is them pointing out small victories that they, that they can point to and, and say, we accomplished these things. We did this. We did X, Y, and Z. And that's great. But if at some point you end up in the same position, larger picture, you've got to make some decisions. And I think some people, myself included, felt like, we knew enough to make those decisions after this past season. Mm-hmm. But I think, again, it could be after next season, to your point. But what if it's not? What if it's not? Uh, Burn in the comments said, I think the strategy is to just keep the playoff hopes alive. Perhaps somehow that makes the Bulls relevant to the fans. And a lot of this, I think, also still. Jerry, is that you? <laughs> still hinges, Will. On, on Lonzo Ball. Like, I think a lot of it still hinges on him because they're still like, 
we really want to see what the hell this is with this guy. And I don't know why you should still be doing that. You know what I mean? Because your team is suffering in the meantime when you're still waiting for that to happen. But I really do feel like a part of them feels that way. Like, we still want to see if this guy can do it. If we can get DeMar back on a one-year deal and see – and Lonzo comes back next year like that and we can run that back and finally see it, then okay, we'll be all right with that. It just – that's just how it feels to me in my gut. I mean, he did some one-legged squats while telling Stephen A to shut up. <laughs> he said he was coming back. Cross your fingers, boys. He said he was coming fans. back. But Damn if you it, do I got that, hyped for it. I if can't you, it. If I you do it that way, and I'm not saying. <laughs> Our guy Joe is doing one-legged squats. Very, very can you talk, can you talk shit while you do it? That means I'm coming back. I'm playing 82 this year. All 82? Joey's playing all 82. A little wobbly. A little wobbly. Well, it's not about balance. It's about strength. It kind of is about balance. It's about the strength of the knee. Kidding me? It's about both, man. Uh, I'm proud of you. To launch a rocket off these things. We've got (laughs) to take our first ad break. Uh, And then we'll come back and uh, talk uh, that competition in the East. Uh, Two more teams on deck in our Eastern Conference team previews. By the way, Brian, I saw that earlier comment to yours saying that you were tuning in from the Middle East where it's currently 2 a.m. Shout out to you. Shout out to all of our international Bulls fans out there. Tuning in all kinds of times of the day and night. Uh, Dave, do you have your uh, ad copy in front of you? We're or? doing it in Will, a second. Will's got me in a second. Okay. Well, Ray, then, in Ray the Shetty. meantime, let me tell you all about Thank our you. friends at Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary. It's a Sunnyside Thursday. You know what that means? The weekend's almost here. Terrifyingly, that means Bears football is almost here again. <laughs> but to prepare yourself for that, stop into your nearest Sunnyside location and get everything you need. It's your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore Discover and purchase mm. a wide array of their high-quality products. They've got everything you need to elevate your football season. That's right, even if you're a Bears fan or a Broncos fan. At least we didn't get 70 dropped on our asses last week. Yeah, maybe, we'll, maybe, maybe we'll try to beat the hapless We're Broncos. We're still underdogs. Still underdogs. <laughs> At, home At home to a team that gave up 70 last week. <laughs> With the same matter, record though. as you. It doesn't matter, though. Oh, because Lord. no matter where you are and how you're feeling about the Bears this Sunday, elevate your football season by... Shopping online at Sunnyside and then picking up your order in store. Super easy. Best way to shop. Try everything. They've got flour. They've got tinctures. They've got vapes. They've got refillable vapes. And, of course, so many edibles from so many different brands making all kinds of delicious, yummy treats. Right now through October 15th, if you shop at Sunnyside.shop and use that promo code CHGO25, you will get 25% off your order at checkout. One use per customer, and you can't stack it with their other deals and coupons. But it's not just for first-time customers. Anyone and everyone can use our promo code CHGO25 for 25% off your order at checkout, sunnyside.shop. Pick up everything you need to elevate or ease your football season. Must be 21 and over or an Illinois med card holder. I like that. Ease into it. That's smooth, man. Just like you would ease into the smooth Chevys from my guy, Ray Chevy. Oh, yeah. Ray! <laughs> That's what he do. He said you're awesome cars and vehicles, y'all. So if you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, if you are, great news. Ray Chevy and Fox Lake is down with us here at CHGO. So you know what that means? You're going to get an awesome deal at an awesome price. And, of course, you are going to get the Ray price promise it's a guarantee y'all that whatever price you see online is the price you're going to pay when you walk your pretty self into the dealership because in most cases dealers be like oh you want that deal right there well are you an astronaut are you a farmer you know are you a college grad a lot of people ain't like that you're not a farmer not an astronaut how about a pilot not a pilot. None also. of those things. What, a pilot of what? A, <laughs> a pilot of someone who can fly an actual plane. Oh, then no. no. <laughs> I'm I mean, scared I've, to I've, ask what I've other pilot. I've flown a plane before. Oh, that's no, a, I'm not a pilot. Now, that is a flex, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, and I am very scared <laughs> that he's you done should, that. You should be. should be terrified right there. Oh, man, the other dealers will raise that price on you. If you answer no to those questions, y'all, saying the price includes limited rebates, you don't qualify for this. Well, Ray said, bump that. I don't roll like that. It's the Ray price promise. The price you see online is the price you're going to pay. No add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray is going to do everything that he can possible to find additional savings for which you can make the price lower than what you see online. He's an amazing human being. 
Oh, it's one of the top-selling dealers in the Midwest. You'll always be able to shop Chicagoland's largest inventory. You can say big at Ray Chevy because they now have over 100 Chevy Trax models available, y'all, starting at 21K. And now, through September 30th, guess what, y'all? All buyers can qualify for 0% financing. Make zero payments until 2024, which is probably when the Bears will win another game. Oh. Plus, oh. no money down. Oh. And the best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the Ray Price promise. It hurts because it might be true. Oh. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com, serving the community since 1963. Find new roads and let them roads lead you right on to Ray Chevy. <laughs> that just pierced right through my heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I apologize. Uh, shout out to our guy, AK, who throws the super chat during our ad break saying, Acme knowing they can't win a championship, they've chosen to stay in the 42 to 47 win team range until Xavier comes along. Oh, they refuse to go down yes, complete 47. rebuild path of misery versus mediocrity. So staying afloat, that's kind of, honestly, that's kind of the Miami Heat philosophy because that's exactly what they do. They just try to stay afloat, stay afloat. Like those, those waning Wade years, that's really what they did. A Lovey Smith defense. Or a Lovey Smith ben defense. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, just, they'll just stay afloat, stay afloat. We'll go to the playoffs. The we'll go to the is, playoffs. You wanna, and then they'll get a big – got a big name like Jimmy Butler, and then they built all this yeah, stuff Yeah, if you want to do it that way, you got to be able to bring in marquee free agents, and you got to be able to hit – Yes. On draft picks in the teens. Correct. Agreed. And they did that, like, as much as you want a dog hero, at 13, that is a really good draft pick. Yes. Bam Adebayo at 13, 14, whatever it was, bam, is bam. a home run draft pick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then, you, and then you sign Jimmy Butler. And then you sign Jimmy. Correct. Speaking of home run draft picks, did you guys see that the Raptors put in a claim for Denzel Valentine's G League rights today? <laughs> home run draft picks. <laughs> no, He's no now playing in Australia. <laughs> we'll say no comment. Congratulations, Denzel. Still being around. Congratulations to you, man. Still hanging in there. Never giving up on the dream, not listening to what nobody is saying. That man's confidence is something we should all strive for. Honestly. False. <laughs> you should all I, strive for it. I have maybe like less than a percent of that level of confidence. <laughs> That's honestly incredible. The food of the wise man and the liquor of the fool. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So Denzel fits into the liquor of the fool category. That's from the I office. I can't take credit for that. It's from the office. I know that. Vikram, I know can't, Vikram from the office. It's Vikram good, from the office. It's a good episode, right, though. Before we uh, move on to some of our team previews, I wanted to ask you guys about this idea, which I think you tweeted, and I saw Mark tweet yesterday, which is that, like, Dame to the Bucks is a good outcome for the Bulls. Yeah. Fantastic. Because the Bucks are already better than the Bulls, yeah. so the Heat didn't get them. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not helping the teams that the Bulls were going to be competing against. Like, I didn't want him to go to Toronto. I didn't want him to go to Brooklyn. I didn't want him to go to Miami. Going to the Bucks is really the rich getting richer, you know? Like, you didn't have that money anyway to go hang out with the Milwaukee Bucks. So now it's going to cost you more? Like, well, you could have made it $8 million. I couldn't afford it oh, if it was 80000 It wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it didn't bother it, it hurts – for me, it hurts more the teams that are up there competing against the Bucks. It, it hurts teams like the Heat who feel like they're around that level. Yeah. It hurts Boston. You know, it hurts Philly. It hurts those the Knicks, you know what I'm saying, who might be up there. Those are the teams who are going to be battling, you know, against, right. against them It hurts constantly. teams who think they're going to be contending for a championship Right, exactly. Year. Bulls, Bulls are, are, category. our thing is trying to get to the second round of the playoffs. Do you think that – well, okay, so for me, it – there was this very small chance the Bulls were getting to the second round anyway. Mm-hmm. But for me, Still a chance. <laughs> for me, it's now like pretty close to zero. I mean, oh, how so? How so? Because if you're looking at making the playoffs, you mm-hmm. got to not only make it out of the plan, now you got to get through the Bucks with Dame or the Celtics. Like, it's just not going to happen. See, I'm thinking six seed, though. And I'm thinking if Dame, they're going to be the first seed. If they, you know, feel like it, but so that's they're going to be a pressure. one or a two. That's more pressure on the Bulls now to get the six seed, wouldn't you that, say? But that, that was their pressure in, in the beginning was to get that six seed. Uh, that was no, that was no, the pressure. I'm, that's the I goal. Am, I am sorry. Is to get if, to the playoffs and get a six seed. You make all of the moves that you've made to be a competitive team. Now the pressure was on them last year to make the playoffs, and they failed. Yeah. Now there is even more pressure on them to get that sixth seed and avoid the playing tournament. You couldn't win your way out of the playing tournament. So that's my point. Like the pressure was already there, right? Whether Dame is there or not, already there. Yeah, I don't think there's any more pressure on the Bulls other than the pressure that 
the fan base is putting on them yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, no one and around so, the NBA like is like there's no there's no pressure of outside expectation on this Bulls team whatsoever. True. Everyone's like Bulls, eh, maybe playing. <laughs> what if uh, one of these teams now gets Drew? Oh, then it's an issue. Like especially Miami. Like if Miami gets a guy like Drew Holiday, yeah, or then, Philly, then you get an issue. Or Philly, I wasn't worried Knicks about because Philly Cavs, was like all these teams. Are Philly on. was already here for me. You know what I'm saying? Philly was like battling the top three. For me already so that doesn't hurt me if they goes to philly goes to the knicks that don't really bother me you know what i mean because i had the knicks in high regard i know he's not going to the Cavs. i'm not tripping on them the heat you know what i'm saying is what it hurt because the heat don't have much you know what i'm saying anymore so if he goes to the heat yeah toronto yeah brooklyn yeah then then we got stuff we got to worry about atlanta even even though he won't obviously but, yeah, those are the teams that I am concerned with right now. I'm not concerned with what's going on at the top because we don't deserve to even be talking yeah. about them. For me, it's just like the East got a lot better. Oh, sure, sure, There's sure. still room for it to get even more better with Drew. And I, I think – I'm sorry. I still think the Celtics got worse. I do. Not that that necessarily has a direct Because they lost uh, Marcus Smart? Yeah. Okay. And some of the other pieces. And I'm just – I've never been a believer in Chris Tops. What? You think that makes them worse? <laughs> no, what he's saying. No, I was I was just simply refuting your your point that you know the East all everybody all oh, the East got You're so saying much better. With the Dame trade, the East got better. <laughs> okay, with the Dame trade specifically, yeah. It, yeah. But again, as Dave said, it took a team that was already better than the Bulls in the East and yeah. made them, if you believe it, slightly better. Yeah. Than yeah. they yeah. were before, which I, makes yeah. I guess like I, I I understand and I hear that argument. For me, it's just like the Bulls now have to play Dame four times. like, cool. And those were going to be four L's anyway. Dude, and I'm going to be rooting for the Bulls the whole yeah. damn time. I just, I don't think. <laughs> the like whole damn time. A conference and division rival and getting. Look, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm. Is good. I'm happy about the fact that I'm justifying. It's actually good news for the Bulls because he didn't go to these teams. You're going to be fighting the sixth seed for. Mm. Because, oh, well, yeah, he just went to a team that's like, you know, eight teams better than you in the Eastern Conference pecking order. That's great. I, like, it, it kills a little piece of me inside every time that I make that admission to myself as a Bulls fan. Sure. But I also choose to live in reality. Because it's a lot easier to live in reality than it is <laughs> to live in what other, other messed up, fake, imaginary dimensions that Bulls fans create for themselves. <laughs> I'm not going to pull my hair out about one of the best teams in the East getting better because they got Dame Lillard. When I'm sitting here saying, well, you know what would be making this season more fun, more tolerable? The Bulls avoid the playing tournament and prove that they can be a playoff team again this year. I want that. Like, can I have a fresh orange under the Christmas tree? <laughs> Just what I'm asking for. And a lot of people, and listen, when we were saying that stuff yesterday, a lot of people were like, Dave, man, what's going on? Like, you're so pessimistic about this, man. You're so wrong. It had nothing to do with pessimism, sir. I'm being straight up honest with you. The, if you're asking me the question of who the hell am I rooting for, I don't give a damn about them 29 other teams when the season starts. It's about the Chicago Bulls. That's who I'm going to be rooting for. That's who I'm going for every time I sit over there and watch the game, pounding on the table, screaming, I'm rooting for the damn Bulls, all right? But I'm not an idiot either. You know, That's the truth of the matter here is they got Dame Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo on their team. Goddamn. That's, hey, man, you got something to go against that? I don't think so. Sorry. Am I going to be rooting for us regardless? You damn right. Am I going to be thinking we're going to win the game when we're playing? You're damn right. That's how it goes, man. But in the meantime, between time, when I'm just talking and thinking about it, we got to talk about facts, man. Facts are facts, bro. You can't argue them things. A team that you might reasonably have in your sights as a Bulls fan <laughs> is like, hey, we can maybe fight with them. Is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. Let's, let's talk about it. By the way. Second. Bulls play the Bucks three Very times before way, December 11th. Yeah. Yes. That's a lot of times before not so far. Let's get it out the way. We're going to find out real quick. Let's get it out the way. I, I see Chris in the comments saying, I'm no missing something. I'm saying anything get, other than do we bring the Bucks no fight, three to one last year scared. in the regular season? Let, let's see what happens. Beat the Bucks three. Well, let's do it again then. Um, let's do it again. Let's uh, let's take a look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team Ooh, that finished that start, with Chris. the mm. fourth best record in the East last year mm. at fifty-one and thirty-one. Mm -hmm. Then, kind of season ended with a thud for the Cavs as they <laughs> lost to the Knicks in the first round fairly quickly. <laughs> and then, was it Jarrett Allen who had that viral quote after they got eliminated? That was like, we we just weren't ready for those mm. bright lights, mm. like of a first round of playoff first round play against the Knicks. Like, I guess it is like Madison Square Garden, but it's like. <laughs> Well, there's the Cavs. I mean, yeah. 
Um, so let's quickly run down notable additions and subtractions to this Cavs roster from last season to this season. Of course, biggest name joining that Cavs squad is somebody who helped the Heat surprisingly get all the way to the NBA Finals last year, that being Max Struess, mm-hmm. Chicago legend mm-hmm. Max Struess. Yes. Uh, he arrives in Cleveland via a sign and trade. They also acquired Damian Jones in a trade. In free agency, they signed George Niang, Ty Jerome, and another Bulls legend, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> they take Amoni Bates in the second round of the 2023 NBA nice draft. Pick. Very nice pick. They also re-sign Karis LeVert to, I think, a pretty reasonable team-friendly deal, two years, $32 million. I agree. What do you think about the retention of Karis LeVert, Dave, and these new pieces they added, particularly Struess? I really, really like what they're doing. You know, on paper, everything kind of fits with them. Nothing really looks forced. I haven't looked at it and said, what the hell? You know, like, it all makes sense. The Max Struess, well, the only reason I said what the hell was the money. Like, the only thing that, because when Miami lets go of someone, I'm always leery <laughs> of when Miami lets you go. Because the heat culture will change you. Because mm-hmm. Max Struess was nothing at when he went to Chicago or he was in Boston. He was none of what he is in Miami. Does it continue to carry over when he's here now in Cleveland? We'll see. I don't know. We'll see, man. But on paper, it's a very nice fit. I like Ty Jerome also. Bates, like I just said, I really do like him, man. So I like the moves that they made because it kind of fits them. I don't know how much it elevates them, though. And that's the that's the thing I want to know about. From being like playoff team but not right. real contender. Correct. Does it even even Eastern Conference final contender? Am I looking at them in that way? No, I look at them as a strong second round team mm-hmm. who can give you fits and maybe could finagle their way into the Eastern Conference Finals, depending. Yeah. But do I think that you know what I mean on Boston's level, you know, on the Bucks level that we just talked about? I don't know, man. I think it would depend on those matchups or what Philly is looking like in in those situations or what the Knicks are looking like right. in those situations. Because when they played the Knicks, they just completely got stumped. Yeah, they you did. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't even really close. So. It's not an improvement that they made. They just added nicer pieces to what they already had. So, of course, they'll still be competitive. Of course, they still got a guy that scores 71 on your ass. Mm-hmm. You know, they got an awesome point guard in Garland. But we'll see, man. I still kind of look at them, Will, like as just a strong second-round team. Yeah, in playoffs, that could definitely be true. Regular season, though, I think this team is going to be a machine. Uh, last year... They were seventh in offense, first in defense. Yeah. I'm going to repeat that. Seventh in offense, first in defense, and they had two guards and two bigs and no shooting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They That's just true. added Max Struess, one of the best wing shooters in the league, he can shoot and it. George Yang, Yang, who, Yang, who is another just phenomenal he can shooter. He can shoot. They also, based on that point differential, won four fewer games than expected. Mm-hmm. They won 51. They should have won 55 based on what their point differential was. So wow. this team... Didn't lose anybody. Right. They added their biggest weakness, which is shooting, shooting and perimeter help. Mm-hmm. And they also have Darius Garland's 23. Don Mitchell's 26. Mm-hmm. Evan Mobley's 22. I think he's a star. Mobley's a star. Jared Allen's like 25. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have plenty of internal room for growth. And I think this is a, a similar argument I'm going to make about the Bulls. But you have growth in a vacuum, mm-hmm. independent of what's going on around you, right? You get Evan Mobley is a better player this year than he was last year. He adds a three-point shot. He adds a, a back-down game. He whatever shot like it is. 26% from yeah. three. Yeah. He, he will find ways to improve. What else is going to happen, though, with Max Struess is that's going to drag defenders out of the paint sure. where he likes to operate to where he can face up and now blow past somebody on the, off the dribble. That's part that. of what makes him yes. <laughs> a special player. Yes. Now maybe you can play with Nyang at the four and Struess at the three and really space it out, mm-hmm. run some spread pick and roll with Mobley, and elevate his game even further. You've got the too big option with Jared Allen. Like they gave themselves optionality. They gave themselves a, a uh, they they filled a, a skill set of need mm-hmm. with shooting. Mm-hmm. And I think that those things, along with their youth and ability to improve internally, mm-hmm. that's going to combine and coalesce in a way that makes everybody even better. Yes. And. I am definitely scared of this team. I think they're going to be really, really good in the regular season. I could see them winning 55 games. Um, so I'm hitting the over on, I think it's 50. 50 and a half. Obviously, that's a lot of wins. Odds in the East have shifted a little bit since the Dame trade yesterday. Yeah. But um, earlier in the day, yesterday, before that Dame trade, Cavs were projected to have the third highest win total in the East 
behind only Boston Milwaukee at and 15 I think and a half. You are absolutely right to question them in the playoffs, and I do too. But regular season, I think they are built for success. No, I completely agree with yeah. you on that, man. And and you touched on Mobley as well. Mobley really has a Tim Duncan thing about him in a sense of he you wouldn't know how good he is until you just sit there and look at his numbers because it's very quiet, you know, his game. You'd be like, oh, quietly, he just dropped 25 and uh, 12. You're watching the Cavs, you Donovan even has know 33 it. all right. of a sudden. Oh, my right. God, Evan Mobley's Garland has like 15 assists, you know what I'm saying? What's right, happening? and you're like, what? <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's nothing super flashy. You know, it's nothing super like that. But it's efficiency, man. Like, what he shot, like 55% from the field uh, this year. The only one that didn't go up, obviously, was the three-point shooting because he's not a great one. But Will feels, you know, he can get himself to something respectable. And right. if he does do that at seven feet tall with what he already does, terrifying. All right? Terrifying is what that young man is. But he is super-duper skilled and just gives them a great out when Donovan isn't going, you know, yeah. or, or Garland isn't going. Now, Second in the league. In point differential. Now, I mean, the, this team is the other good. thing that worries me about them is health, too, because they definitely dealt with injuries as well. As far as Garland is concerned, uh, uh, who am I forgetting right here? It was one more guy. I just have to. Oh, Okoro uh, was concerned. Like Okoro is one of those guys that you don't know you need him until you need him kind of guys. You need that guy, you know, on that winning kind of team. He'll hit four threes in a game that you really need one day, even though he can't shoot a I lick. I was going to say, you know I don't think saying? he's hit four threes in his entire career. But he'll do it. You know, he'll do it out of nowhere. And he's going to be like, oh, my God, Okoro, thank Isn't you for that, being uh, here. Isn't that one of our, uh, our Pelsey Red Fred's favorites coming out of oh, that Oh, yeah. Oh, class? he loved Okoro. Love Isaac Okoro. Okoro, man. And now that – isn't Sharif Cooper on that team? I think he's he on – He did. He got added also. on a, uh, either a 10-day or a okay. two-way I just saw recently. he's on the yeah. G League team. Like earlier in September, Sharif yeah, Cooper believe. got added. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but I completely agree with what – like regular season, they're a force. Yeah. That is what they're going to be is an absolute force to be reckoned with. We saw it in the regular season last year. That's yeah. what they are. But my thing, I'm just want to know who's the guy in the playoffs because it can't just be Donovan. You know, somebody else has got to be that dude. And that's where an experience like that, where you do just get shellacked in the playoffs, I think that helps you. Sure. Like Mobley's 22, Garland's first taste of the playoffs. Like these guys needed to feel what that was like. Yeah. Yeah. Allen too. So I think that they, like any other team that's just had a tough loss in the playoffs, will use mm -hmm. that as motivation to get better. Yeah. And I think they will be better. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, they didn't take a big hit as far as departures from their roster. Uh, the ageless wonder slash aging, not so much of a wonder anymore, Danny Green, yes. uh, moved on. Robin Lopez went back to Milwaukee. He did. He'll play with his bro. With his bro. Raul yes. Neto uh, left him for agency. Uh, I guess, like, the biggest hit they lost uh, – Biggest hit their roster took was Chetty Osman, who actually yeah. like played a lot for he them did. over the last he several was solid. years. He was solid, solid for them. He was. Uh, Lamar Stevens also departed via trade. Mm. Projected, as I said, 15 and a half wins. We'll see. I think there is a chance, depending on what happens with Philly, that we're talking about Cleveland as a top three seed this mm -hmm. season. I wouldn't be surprised. I thought um, they overpaid for Levert maybe a little. I just think the skill set, especially bringing Struess, maybe a little redundant. I don't know how much you need that on-ball creation. For a with Levert's skill set, Joe, I think that's a solid deal. He's I, another guy health-wise, too, that I worry about, too. I, I don't – whatever. I'm not a huge fan of his game. But what I would say is, like, I was, I was looking at them as someone who could have used another guy – who can maybe stretch to the four and shoot so that you can unlock some of those Mobley at the five lineups because I think that sort of was their doom in the playoffs, having to play, you know, those two bigs next to each other. And I just think there's a lot of matchups where that's not going to work. And I think Mobley at his best might be, you know, especially in this NBA, at least, you know, he's going to play sometime at the five. So yeah. I think that's – that would have been, been a, a line – that would have been an addition that I think would have given them a little bit more flexibility. But – Okay. Obviously uh, very talented. We got to take another ad break real quick, then we'll come back. few thoughts on the Charlotte Hornets, who hopefully right. the Bulls will be confidently better than next season. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends see. of Fubo TV, who Let's offer see. over 140 live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any and all of your devices, your laptop, your smartphone, your tablet, your TV, and your living room. Start watching immediately with a free trial. There's no contract. There's no cable. There's no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. Plus, for people who like to have just a bevy of shows that they bevy. want to be recording yes. or games that they want to record that they can go back and rewatch because they're Chicago sports fans who torture themselves, <laughs> FUBO TV is offering 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Mm. 
That is so many Bears games. Yay. And Bulls games. Yay. A thousand hours Woo. of watching tape. Bring me the suffering. Watch local teams while you're traveling with Fubo TV. College football season, whoever your team is, Big Ten, NFL, the Bears, yeah. NFL Network, Red Zone. That's something we can all get behind. Uh, Euro qualifiers for UEFA. There's the Ryder Cup. Whatever your sport of choice, whatever the season, Fubo TV has it for you. Watch all your favorite college football and NFL teams this football season with Fubo. Go to www.fubotv.com slash CHGO to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. One more time, fubotv.com slash CHGO, 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Mm. want to send a uh, shout out to baby Joey who uh, hit me up while I was on my way here and offered to send his helicopter to come get me, you no know, way. and get me out of traffic and stuff, man. Baby Joe's got a helicopter? Yeah, he he just offered it. Well, He's got he owns a helicopter business. I, I don't know. I don't get into I his just, business like that. That's a rumor I heard. Catalina wine mixer. What? I think, it's I think he invested stock in one. He could have invested. Yeah. I mean, he might even be a stockholder. A shareholder, yeah. You know what I mean? Shareholder. Yes, might be a shareholder, man. Joey, check that out for us. All right. Go check his crib under his crib. Maybe that's where he's keeping everything like that because he just don't understand. Joey Chopper. Oh, Joey Chopper. <laughs> Come on. Get to the chopper. No. Because he don't understand. He don't get it. Baby Joey. <laughs> Why? Get to the chopper. Why, baby Joey? Why? <laughs> what are we selling? Sunglasses? <laughs> Sunglasses. Because they don't understand. Why we just talk like that? <laughs> they don't get it. Will don't get it. I don't. Joey don't get it. <laughs> I really, really <laughs> Nobody don't. gets it. But more importantly, Shady Rays don't get it. Why you got to pay so much money to look so damn good, to look so damn cool? They don't understand, so they doing something about it. Shady Rays, independent sunglasses company that offers you that world-class product that makes you look amazing and makes you look cool for your outdoor, and as this guy's proven, your indoor adventiones. It's a word. But also, <laughs> the Matt Pack lost and broken replacements plan. Coming at you, Kev. Oh, oh, on the table. Well done, table sir. Table landing. And if it landed like that, them glasses definitely would have went crack and splat, old drat. But Matt <laughs> would have got those glasses, put them into an envelope, put them in the veil, sent them right on back. Guess what he would have got? A brand new pair, no questions asked. Magic. Or let's say you see the goat walking down the street looking like the JCPenney model. Looking all smooth and cool and stuff. And you say, damn, I want to look like that. Look at them glasses. I can at least get the glasses and look like them, right? Wrong. You can't do it. But. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't do it. But you can send those glasses that you bought because you thought you would look like the goat. You can send them right on back to Shady Rays and order you a brand new pair that fits you even better. And as long as you do it within 30 days, guess what? You're going to get it for free. So, exclusively for the listeners out there, Shady Rays is giving away their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com, use the promo code CHGO, and get 50% off of two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Drive it yourself. Drive it yourself. Oh, the shades are the rated five stars. But with 250,000 people because the Shady Rays, y'all, well, the Rays are oh so shady. Oh, so damn shady. I did 96% of that without this. <laughs> I wanted to see. I almost didn't give you the computer 96. because I wanted to see if you 96. And, and that's because and I wanted to make sure I had the, the No questions code. asked. I believe you. <laughs> 96. Uh, shout out sure to Chicago Bulls in the comments who said, I'm listening to you while playing Fortnite. Hey, you know, shout you know out. What? I'm also a fan of multitasking. Our producer, Joey. Joey, Joey multitask. Joey multitask. Mm -hmm. He's also a fan of multitasking. Correct. That's what he do, man. Couldn't give me a pound because he was multitasking. Just, Couldn't you know, do it. Well, was, got yeah. too many things to do. <laughs> That's what he do, uh, I also agree with and appreciate Andrew McKay in the comments who said, we got 188 people watching, only 39 likes. I don't get it. I don't wow. get it. Throw us some thumbs. We don't you understand. know what? That's my bad. I usually remind you guys and ask you guys for your thumbs ups mm -hmm. when we go into an ad break, but mm -hmm. we've got so much to talk about today, I just rushed right into the ads. Mm -hmm. That's on me. Mm -hmm. But if you want to take the time right now to give us some likes, if you're yeah. watching on YouTube, Send them on. we would greatly appreciate yes, it. Yes, we would. And of course, make sure you're subscribed as well to the CHGO Sports go, YouTube channel. Go, like, just like point to your left a little. What's that? You what talking he pointing to? He's pointing to the little buttons that are being pushed. Ah, the, the buttons. Uh, <laughs> I think he used the wrong hand, yeah. but <laughs> it's all right. He wasn't ready. Go right. force, get yourself the Mad Peck replacement plan. Get yourself some shady rates. Um, what are you about to say, Will? Never mind. I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. 
You know who looks good in Shady Rays? We found out Tuesday. Will Will Purdue. Oh, yes. This is true. Um, All right, guys. Real quick. Charlotte Hornets. uh, 27-55 last season. Shockingly, missed the play-in tournament. Um, Their projection this year, not much better. 31 and a half wins. Mm. The additions to their roster, they get Miles Bridges back Mm -hmm. on a qualifying offer one-year deal. Yes. Um, Parentheses. Lots to say about Miles Bridges that we don't have time for right now. But obviously, before all that happened to him, he was a very productive player yeah, for the Charlotte Hornets. He was. Uh, Frank Nitlakina. Nitlakina! Uh, who legend. I didn't know where he ended up, and I was like, oh, he ended up in Charlotte. Okay. He's a legend. Free agent additions there. Of course, ballsy choice of going Brandon Miller over Scoot Henderson with the number two pick in this 23 so NBA what, draft. So what choice? A ballsy choice. <laughs> Uh, they also took Nick Smith Jr. at 27, yeah. Amari Bailey at 41 uh, as their three draft picks this year. Most importantly for Charlotte, re-signed LaMelo this summer yes. to a five-year, $206 million um, rookie extension contract. Congratulations, young man. Also brought back P.J. Washington, Bulls killer, mm-hmm. for three years, 46. Mm-hmm. On their way out the door in Charlotte were Kelly Oubre Jr., Dennis Smith Jr. and Svi Michalik. Handful of role players. Yes. Um, do the Hornets get progressively better this year, Dave? They'll be better than last year, I believe. But again, all of this depends on the health of LaMelo Ball. Like, I just, that's just what it is. If you saw it the season previously when they won 43 games, why, do you, why was that? Let me ask you a Will Purdue question. Why was that? What do we say? And what do we say? Because LaMelo played 75 games, right? LaMelo was also an all-star that year as well. It's all hinges on him. Now, last year, again, he was out a lot. He played – I don't remember the total, but it, it was about 50-something. It he wasn't a lot of games. 36 like, games Even less year. than that. 36 games is what LaMelo played. So your team is going to struggle and your team is not going to be great. So it all hinges on him. Even with the new draft pick, it still hinges on your best player, who is LaMelo. So if he's healthy and he can play those 75 games, yes, they will be a a better basketball team, man, because they have the right coach. I think Clifford is an awesome coach. He really is uh, a good coach. He does his thing. I love the players that they have surrounding him. They have shooters. They have leapers. They got runners. They are a good young team, solid. They just need more, obviously on their squad, but it all starts and ends with LaMelo. If he is healthy, then yes, they're formidable. If he is not, back of the bus is where they're going. Um, let me preface this by saying that I disagree with Brandon Miller over Scoot. Mm-hmm. I think Scoot's going to be a better player, and yes. I think it wouldn't have mattered who he was playing next to. He was going to be a better player. I agree. Um, Miles Bridges, bad guy, good basketball player. That's true. Um, like you said, they won 43 games the year before. Mm-hmm. And they were a playing team. They bring back Bridges. They bring back PJ Washington. You get uh, another year of experience with Mark Williams, who I Mark think we Williams. all really like. Yeah, I did too. Mm-hmm. You still got Terry Rozier. You get Gordon Hayward. I heard that Mello was a lot healthier than the 36 games that he played last year. Ooh. So I expect that he will play more than 36 games next year. That's interesting. And I think that they are going to be a lot better. Okay. Regardless of what Brandon Miller gives you, I think just putting the talent that they had back when they won 43 games and having internal growth there is going to really help them. I'm not saying that they're going to be a playing team. I'm not saying that they're going to be a playoff team. Mm -hmm. But I think Melo is a star in the making, and I think they're going to be a lot better this year. Yeah, The other piece that people aren't really talking a whole lot about just because there are so many bigger names that were on the trade market this summer – on the trade market coming into training camp, Gordon Hayward, who just kind of, you know, after signing that sign and trade uh, on his way out of Boston, has had three kind of forgettable seasons in yes, Charlotte. Yes. True. Uh, 44, 49, 50 mm-hmm. games played by Gordon Hayward over the last three years of his Hornets hey. tenure. Could be a name that comes up in a lot of trades midway through this season as someone who is on the final year of his deal. And point. it's a deal that is expiring and a pretty hefty chunk of change for a player like Gordon Hayward. Some teams might find that as an enticing thing to add to their books. Yeah. I just think that last year they were trying pretty hard to get Victor. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to be the case next year. The, so I, I think they're going to try okay. to win games out of the gate. I, I agree. I think they're going to be trying to win games out of the gate this year, whether or not okay. they do. Uh, 
to be determined. I, Bulls took, as I recall, at least one L to that team last year. Bad one. Yeah, and a it bad was a L. gross one. A super gross L. Let's try to avoid that this year, shall yeah, we? Let's avoid the Charlotte L's on a back to back. I yes. think that game was without Mello, too, if I recall. Yeah, you are correct. We I remember we because we lost the Hornets without Lamelo, and I was throwing <laughs> hats. <laughs> Among uh, other things. <laughs> <laughs> and shit fits. And tantrums. And tantrums. Uh, AK, our guy, also pointing out perhaps the biggest piece of news for the Hornets this offseason, Michael Jordan selling the ball club. Yeah. Uh, that is a big piece. Not uh, greatest of all time on the court. Owner's box. Not, not so, so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, we are about out of time. One more shout out to our friends at Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of All City and CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear. Get tons of compliments on and off the course. I got a compliment in the lobby of Circa Resort and Casino when we were out in Vegas, and I was rocking my Pins and Aces gear. Nice. Because you know I'm not rocking on the course. Because I'm not on the course. Mm-mm. You ain't the GOAT. Doesn't mean you can't wear their awesome gear. Uh, they're a family-owned golf and apparel business that make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even one of my favorite things in the world, that seven-can beer sleeve. Six around a roadie. It's innovative because it allows you to store seven beers, one tack- stacked on top of the other, right into that narrow, tiny beer sleeve that fits right into your golf bag and keeps your beers icy cold for your entire round. Or keeps them cold wherever you are mm-hmm. if you're not on the course. I just see somebody walking around with a beer sleeve. Just You know he means business. Oh, my God. I should bring a beer sleeve to our tailgates. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, though. Not just a hat rack, my friends. <laughs> Check out pinsandaces.com. Use that promo code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. One more time, promo code CHGO, pinsandaces.com. Mm-hmm. Get you 15% off. Get it. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us today. Dude, I mean, we got numbers. I mean, obviously, lots going on in the NBA over the last 48 hours. The yeah. Dame trade, now people talking holiday. We are one day closer to Bulls Media Day on Monday. We will be there hearing everything that people have to say. This was our (laughs) last show of the offseason. Oh, shit. That's right. We got HQ tomorrow. You're doing HQ with our guy Mark K tomorrow. Shout out, Mark K. We got Media Day, the official start of the NBA season on Monday. This was our last show of the offseason. We made it. We did it, it, y'all. We We did did it, guys. guys. Yes. That's a Kevin's office door. See what happens when he's full of joy. Oh, good things happen, ladies oh, and gents. Good. Oh, the hard part is just getting started. That's right, man. Oh, I'm so ready. What are you talking about? Working nights and weekends. What I about love hard that. part. You mean watching my favorite team sitting yeah. in those comfy couches over there watching basketball? Can't wait to do this, dog. What do you? I can't wait. Give me one, Lawrence. You got Give it. Give me one. Oh, oh. not quite. Uh, <laughs> as Will said, HQ tomorrow with him and our guy Mark K. Five thirty. Uh, three o'clock tomorrow. Ooh. Going early. A little early. And your weekend started earlier. Three o'clock Chicago time. <laughs> it's quite early. Quite early. In the meantime, follow Will on Twitter, Will underscore Golly, Big Dave Bow, BWL Sports. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. He is. Our pal producer, Joey Spathis, is at Joey Spathis. Hey, Joey Multitask. Joey Multitask. <laughs> we are CHGO underscore Bulls. Hit that thumbs up on your way out if you haven't done so yet. We appreciate it. Subscribe to CHGO Sports. We got two post games tonight, by the way, gentlemen. Mm. Cubs post game. Mm-hmm. Clinging to their wild card life. Clinging. And the Connor Bedard era. Starts tonight. Blackhawks preseason hockey, y'all. I've heard he's good. Oh, you know I'm going to have two TVs going between Thursday Night Football and Blackhawks preseason. Let's go. I can't wait to see what Cody looks like. I'm just, I just want to see what he looks like when he walks in, man. I mean. The pompadour is just down. If you see our friend Cody, either on the internet or in real life. Hug him. Give him a hug. Hug him. Give him a beer and a hug. (laughs) Do that. uh, Will and Mark will talk to y'all tomorrow. All of us will talk to you from Media Day on Monday. Let's do it. See Rebby Good Bulls Nation. Woo! Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on.